Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The hallmark of any good versus evil story often rests on the standard of the villain. Much like a superhero needs their counterpart, a rich and engrossing RPG needs a strong antagonist. After all, what's the point in conquering many pitfalls, challenges and evils along the way if you're only going to get a lackluster, forgettable denouement for your troubles? Yet what makes a villain great isn't always a black and white, I must destroy the world for reasons mindset. Sure, there are some of those on this list, but they at least have reasons why they want to do it. Not always though, some are just so dastardly that they've earned their place on this list by sheer evil determination, which you can't help but admire. Well, from afar. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are the 10 best RPG villains of all time. Number 10, Sydney Lostrad. Vagrant Story. Kicking this list off is the criminally underrated Vagrant Story, a game that, despite high acclaim, never saw more after its first offering. Lament aside, it did give us both a memorable setting and some stellar storytelling at the start of the millennium. The city of Leomond offered a wealth of sinister intent and nasty surprises, but all of that pales in comparison to the presence of Sidney Losterot. As the enigmatic leader of Mullencamp, a cult out to learn the secrets of Leomond, Sidney is a powerful and elusive antagonist. Yet as the story develops, you learn of Sidney's real motivation. He's actually the Duke's son and is trying to rid the curse of the dark that plagues his family. Having used it to save him from a terminal illness, Sidney secretly strives to repay the debt his father earned by passing on the evil. He may not be the endgame villain you expect, but for the majority of the story we're led to believe he is, which in itself is an impressive feat. Kudos to Square on that one. See? Told you it wasn't always black and white. Number 9. General Baal, Grandia. And now, completely contradicting the last point, it's a villain that just wants to wipe humanity from the face of the earth. Grandia isn't a complicated RPG in terms of story, but then again, does it have to be? What's wrong with a game full of charm, doubling down on all the double-crossing and plot twists for some old-fashioned hero-saves-the-day shenanigans? General Baal is our humanity-destroying force in this adventure, yet the slow build in the first half would have you thinking otherwise. He spends most of it as a backseat driver to his colonel of his son Mullen, as he acts out Operation Yggdrasil. But when the story picks up pace, we discover that General Baal is none of us insane, like hell-bent on ridding the world of humanity insane. And of course, he releases and becomes one with the world-destroying force Gaia, because that's what madmen do. Look, I'm not saying it's original, but Grandia deserves the love for injecting some normality into, well, grandiose RPGs. It's bright, it's silly at times, but its cavalcade of cartoon villainy makes it worth a look. Number 8. Falu, Breath of Fire 4. Falu, the primary antagonist from Capcom's fourth Breath of Fire game, is one I would describe as a sympathetic villain. Well, up until a point. An endless, a race that many refers to as gods, Falu was summoned incorrectly by the yet unfounded Fao Empire. This causes Falu's spirit, as it were, to split. 
This split creates Ru, our protagonist, who appears some 600 years after the summoning. Awakening from a 6th century snooze, Falu sets to reunite with his split personality, in the literal sense, and take his rightful place as omnipotent being. Which, if your heart desires, you can totally do. You can convince Ryu, who sided with humans along the way, that they're worth nothing and must be destroyed. Or if you're feeling benevolent, you can opt to spare them and, in essence, rule from afar. To some, it may seem binary, but that you can play as Faolu at certain intervals gives him an introspection amongst the mortals that he otherwise wouldn't have garnered. Just goes to prove that the logic of gods is indeed fallible. Sometimes. Number 7. Luca Blight, Suikoden 2. Not all villains want to destroy the world, evoke ancient gods, or anything as grand as that. Some just live for the slaughter and supreme rule. As is the case for Suikoden 2's initial antagonist, the Prince of Highland, Luca Blight. A brutal act against his mother by thugs from Muse set Blight into a spiral of hatred of the state, as well as despising those he perceives as weak as his father did nothing to intervene. This turn causes the Mad Prince to thirst for war, even to go as far as to instigate and frame an incident to break the Jelston Alliance as a catalyst to one. Light thrives on slaughter, often through cruelty and maniacal laughter, before cutting down swaths of enemies and innocents alike. Spurred on by possession of the beast rune, Luca stops at nothing to rid the states of any he sees as weak, which is everyone. Even in death, he's barely repentant at what he's done. The only moment of peace he consoles himself with is that the flesh-scorching thirst in him has subsided. Number 6. Kafka Palazzo, Final Fantasy 3 and 6. There's a reason Dispose rhymes with Oppose. If they get in your way, kill them. Who would have thought the man dressed like a court jester would turn out to be insane? Appearances aside, Kafka Palazzo isn't mad. Well, in the conventional snookaloopy sense anyway. He's actually the intelligent kind of mad, born of magitech experimentation and a general contempt for the world. An indiscriminate sociopath, Kafka will stop at nothing to enact his contempt for mankind, even going as far as literally breaking the world. Of course, it doesn't take long until Kafka falls into that whole I am God, fear me mortals routine we're all accustomed to. But it's the build-up, the sheer nihilism and hatred for all that make him a memorable villain. And that laugh that mad cackle that really cements that stone-cold killer attitude in. He may look like a jester, but no one's laughing at him. Kefka often gets overlooked in the wake of Final Fantasy VII making it big, but as far as diabolical plans in the series go, he's absolutely near the top. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Number five, Krellian, Xenogears. Oh boy, you'll have to forgive me if I don't succinctly nail the Xenogears plot synopsis here, but there is a lot to it. On the surface, Krellian is a man who despises the folly of humans and wants to rebuild a fallen god. This, he feels, will reset the planet and the pain the humans have brought on themselves over the years of self-induced suffering. A clean slate, if you will. Yet there's much, much more to it than that. As I say, Xenogears is vast in its delivery of religious allegory, dissection of the soul and the id, as well as just about every contemporary theory in between. Oh, and giant robots, of course. What makes Krillian a worthy candidate for this list is the amount of time he's put into his plan. Centuries in the making, Krellian has witnessed all aspects of human fallibility and merely wants to join the world back to its way of existence, a unified state of love and oneness with God. It's not an inherently evil scheme as such, just mislaid intention. But you wouldn't think it from how he carries himself. Number 4. The Elusive Man, Mass Effect 2 and 3 Not all villains want to break the universe, some just want to own it. More than just an edgy name, we know nothing about Mr. Elusive or why he's taken a fancy to Shepard at the beginning of Mass Effect 2. It's only after we've been rebuilt that we learn of his intent, that the human race should be the dominant galactic species. There are real-life parallels here that I won't draw on, but even in a contained video game narrative, eyebrows start being raised at that notion. The Elusive Man believes that biotics, humans with enhanced abilities, are the way the Cerberus leader seeks ultimate reign over all alien life forms. While he may give assistance against the Reaper threat, by the end of the second game his motivations are much clearer. 
But much like Saren in the first game, the price of power and domination makes him susceptible to Reaper indoctrination. By the end of Mass Effect 3, Mr. Man has succumbed to the Reaper forces, yet still holds belief that humans are the priority. Just goes to show how bad corporate wealth and ultimate power can be, kids. Number 3. Darth Malak, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic Jedi and Sith backstories may be predictable now, but that doesn't stop some truly memorable heroes and villains being produced as a result. On first appearance, Darth Malak is your typical Sith. Cape, mask-type dealio, evil scowl, and of course, red lightsaber. So what makes him one of the best over, say, Darth Maul? Well, despite Maul being exempt for not being in an RPG, I mean. Because he's the cause of your memory loss and gradual climb back to power or atonement in Knights of the Old Republic, the greatest RPG of all time. The events of the game proceed because Malak wasn't happy being number two, as you learn throughout your journey. A true Sith through and through, Malak seeks nothing more than complete control of the dark side of the Force. Sure, that's usually the intent of all Sith, so no points for originality. But what makes Malak's method stand out isn't the subtlety, the poisonous knife, if you will. It's that he straight up opens fire on Revan's ship, holding back no intent to wipe him out and claim the top spot. He'll always be a number one when it comes to backstabbing treachery. Number 2. Sephiroth Final Fantasy VII It wouldn't be fair to leave out Sephiroth given that he's part of the vehicle that arguably revolutionized the attitudes to JRPGs to the Western audience. Whilst it's obvious to all now who the primary antagonist of Final Fantasy VII is, back in 1997, we didn't find this out until some way into the game. Well, when your bit part bad guy is rumored dead some five years prior to the game events, it would be fair to assume he's not that powerful. Of course, we should know better. And when he does surface with one of his classic I hate all life and must become god motivations, you know he means it. To be fair, you'd be a bit annoyed if you found out you've been experimented on your whole life and then cloned, led to believe you were of an ancient race and infused with cells of an alien destructive force. But top marks for his grand scheme though, damage the planet and inhabit the life stream as it tried to heal it, thus becoming godlike in the process. Number 1. Gaunta Odim, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt It should be enough to just say spoon through the eye and be done here, as that's some peak villainy behavior right there. But no, that's only a taste of things to come. What makes Odim a cracking foe is that he has no elaborate backstory or grand theatrical world-dominating plans. He, and I use that term loosely, is an enigmatic villain in that you always suspect more to his doings. So why does Geralt need to end his treacherous ways? Why not live and let toy with the machinations of men, for example? Well, because if left unchecked, the not-at-all-he-appears-to-be Dim will go on to make more Faustian deals with unsuspecting opportunists. That's not me calling Gorn to the devil, but I'm not not calling him that either. A man who favors wordplay, Odim loves a contract with crafty stipulations, at the cost of a soul at the end of it. Yet what makes him a brilliant villain is that you can't help but admire his on-screen presence. The charisma on display is juxtaposed by the nasty deeds he puts the viewer through, which make him one of the most memorable villains out there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.